Oh, can we, do we want to iron out a title for this? Yeah. Um, I don't hate winter comfort. It's just, I'm not sure that's a thing. No, it's not. Okay. Yeah. That, which is why, uh, which is honestly why I'm not married to it. Is because it's not clever in any way. <clears throat> All that and it's not legal to marry a phrase yet. But, but right. that. <laughs> <laughs> Unless these new liberals can have anything. <laughs> What's next? He's going to start marrying words? <laughs> Long ago in a distant land. Ho ho ho! Everybody, Saturday morning Tuesday is here. You're you're the you're the friends with us. We're we're here. You mm. and me and my friend. You and me and my friends uh, are here on Saturday morning Tuesdays. If you don't remember, we're the animated podcast about children's cartoons. And if you also don't remember, I'm Rory. I'm Andy. And I'm Austin. If you don't remember. And so now here we all are caught up on you know the uh, everything you need to know about what our show is like because <laughs> yeah, uh, that's everything. Yeah, just about it. You, you're you're on the same page as us now, everybody. Isn't that fun? Yeah, it's really fun. Ooh, the, what does this page smell like? Does it smell like 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 mold cider? And I'm mm. I'm scratching at the sides. I'm just I'm just scratching the walls for the good for the good cider smells that have been kicked, <laughs> kicked and, kicked and in listen there. up, listen up, folks. So like Rory began with oh ho ho. We kind of can't hide it anymore. Um, yeah. It's you know it's, it's a Santa December. Claus situation like a Tim it's, Allen movie where I'm now yeah. slowly and, and look into Santa as Rons. as bullshit as this year has been I think we hold the same view as a lot of people that we just kind of have no no choice but to go really hog deep into into Christmas into the holiday <laughs> season and uh, as a show that we record a few weeks in advance we are just praying that. There's a reason to be celebrating Christmas this year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's still November, but we're getting, you know, it's not even Thanksgiving yet when we record this, but God damn it, we're getting into the Christmas mood, the holiday mood. Uh, we're, we're doing a thing. Tell me about, tell me about our advent calendar. Yeah. So guys, so check this out. You know, if you're familiar with those, with those fun calendars with treats in them, uh, we're doing that to you. We're putting treats in our calendar and then poking them out uh, one at a time for you to give them a give a whiff, get a whiff of what we're smelling every week. Wait, uh, do you have a smellable advent <laughs> calendar? Is that? Yeah, is that you can't you can smell you can smell calendars. There's no law saying that. You can't do that. <laughs> Joe Biden hasn't come in and told us to Joe not Biden smell calendars to make you smell your calendar. <laughs> Oh no. Uh but yeah, we're 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 going to keep the shows that we are watching a dirty little secret right up until the moment that we start talking about it. Uh just to, just to sort of get that auditory version of your scratch and sniff advent calendar experience. Yeah, except the only thing we will reveal is that for all of the shows for the next couple weeks, um we have tasked each person, each host for each week to sort of come up with a couple shows to watch. And From our these roster things, of shows we've already seen, right? Yeah. yeah. So these are things yeah. that we kind of tabbed that we really enjoyed and wanted to see a little more of. 
which I think we've often identified when we've watched it of like, you know what? I could see a little more of this. Yeah, totally. And so we've come back to those. And so we are picking from an existing goodie bag, but you won't know (laughs) until we're in it. Yeah. (laughs) This week is Rory's little nasty week. And... (laughs) He found us some pungent treats that I can smell from five feet away from the calendar. S- you can smell them from the basement where the where the odors have been just creeping up under that door, under the door frame. Krampus has been waiting outside the door. Have you banished the, your smelly advent calendar to the basement to try and deal with the smell? Well, oh, I have to sleep somewhere, Andrew. <laughs> And this calendar, (laughs) it's like living in a fumigation tent. (laughs) I think it might be time to just D-O-E. Yeah. D-R-I. I I got one letter, right? Bring your, oh, oh, Rory's hand is reaching toward the advent calendar. Oh, my God. Open it. He's going to peel it off. I think I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to do it, guys. Fucking do it. guys you just heard it from the theme and you probably formulated a guess based on hearing that music that we are watching tmnt teenage mutant ninja turtles and uh rory picked our episode and that particular episode is season two episode eight invasion of the punk frogs (laughs) i wonder wonder why rory picked such an episode uh, we'll never know. A jovial title. We'll never know. Uh, but I will read the synopsis, and here it is. Buckle up. Shredder is running low on mutagen, so Krang sends a canister that ends up in the Everglades due to transdimensional problem. <laughs> Shredder sees the mutagen canister broke, but did create four mutant frogs whom he befriends and gets to commit robberies, as well as to hate the turtles. Donatello realizes Shredder is ordering robberies of chemicals in order to mass-produce mutagen. The turtles must not only face the misguided frogs, but their job is... Okay. Ah, this writing is bad. Yeah, I know. Um, Face the misguided frogs, but their job is complicated due to the NYPD now having an anti-turtle task force. Mmm... Oh, oh boy, the smells of this little rank piece of trash. God, <sighs> I I adored these frogs. Rory, yeah. had, had, had you seen this one before picking it, or did you just pick it based on the title? Uh, there was a short list, but I didn't want to jump like deep into into the Ninja or yeah, into the Ninja Turtles uh canon, because you never know what we're gonna to do with them in the future. Right. But um this one this one uh, is hilarious. It's got one of my favorite things in the world, which is Florida swamp trash. <laughs> <laughs> and it's even funnier when it's just these, just these bumbling frogs and they get, and they get like medieval weaponry from Shredder. Yes. Like, they, yes. they, they, they've, yeah, they, they've completely dumped the ninja vibe and, and they're all like, yeah, like Arthurian, Arthurian <laughs> swamp trash. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I think that's the episode title. Right? <laughs> hey, I gotta, I gotta just, uh, I'll, I'll call these out during during this arc. I think we last 
saw the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles when we watched all of season one as a two-parter back in March of 2018. It was so fucking long ago. Mm. Uh, and we haven't touched the turtles on this podcast since March 2018. So... Uh, it's been it's been a nice amount of time, and I was really pleased to come back. Yeah, I, me too. Yeah. I I knew there'd be a uh, a marked um, I think reduction in quality once it kind of went from a miniseries to a syndicated TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's noticeable. It's just not as good as the first season, but it makes up for that in in this zaniness. <laughs> in this episode is is so off the rails. <laughs> yeah. Uh we should I want to I want to just jump right into talking about these frogs that are created because uh Shredder says a the crazy line. He says, "As Splinter has done with the turtles, I have named them after personal heroes of my own. Attila the Frog, Genghis Frog, Rasputin the Mad Frog, and Napoleon Bonafrog." <laughs> <laughs> There's also, you know, he does like Attila, Genghis, uh, Rasputin, and then there's a pause. And I yes. was really kind of worried about who he was going to pick. Yeah, we two at the same moment. I'm like, I hope he's not like Christopher Columbus or somebody who's aged poorly. Or well, more like, and Frog Hitler. And Frog Hitler. <laughs> like, oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Aid Fro- Frog Dolph Hitler. <laughs> no. And then Napoleon uh, Bonafrog. Yeah. yeah. You can tell Shredder was having a lot of fun, you know? Shredder was having so much fun. His his uh, his Miami Vice uh, getup was pretty pretty great, oh, pretty excellent. We have to talk about Hot Shredder immediately. <laughs> so so the, the cold open is this canister getting in, you know, this kid has found four frogs, and it's very meant to be reminiscent of the turtle's origin Yeah, um, of, a, of a little kid who may or may not be Daredevil. Um, <laughs> that has, you know, a couple of four amphibians that he's excited about and then they get mutated. Um, and they immediately just grow incredible bulk. They're just like <laughs> yeah. these little frogs suddenly become these naked hunks sitting, <laughs> sitting in yeah. the floor in a suit. Yeah. They don't have these turtle shells that sort of masquerade as clothing. They're yeah. just hot naked frogs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and they're sh- so lovably sp- dumb sp- and subtle. Oh my god! Splashing yes. around in the bog. Uh, yeah, they're they're all like Kenneth from Thirty Rock, basically, but with like <laughs> rock and hot bods. Yeah, they're bog hot. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and Shredder gets hot too because Shredder he finds <laughs> out that these frogs are down in Florida, and so he says, "And I like to clip drop just because I love the idea of yeah. hearing Shredder saying, I'm going to Florida to find the mutagen.'" <laughs> Yes. <laughs> but in order to blend in in Florida, he's got to hologram himself to look like a normal guy. Okay, this is this is what I'm fucking... Wa- this is so wild. Shredder holograms himself clothes. Why can't he just change clothes? I know. It's so silly. <laughs> you can put on other clothes, buddy. That's yeah. a thing you can do. You don't have to... Does he sleep in those, spo- those pointy clothes? He must tear up his so. bed. He must just rip up those sheets. I, it's, he it's, gets a it's new crazy. Casper every day. <laughs> it feels like a weird little animation trick that I don't know if, if it's come up before or whatever like just saving them a little bit of time with uh, he doesn't have to throw clothes to the frogs and have them get dressed it's just a magic you know a magic wipe and then they're clothed 
Right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, because he holograms clothes on the on the frogs so, yes, too, and he gives it, them like Hawaiian shirts. It's silly <laughs> as shit, but it felt like it was a time saving animation yes. maneuver. But punk, I gotta ask. The, I know, I know it's, it's not present. It's not present at all. They're not punks, and I was de- uh, if they weren't so delightfully uh, swamp folk, I, I would have been more bummed about it. Yes, it's just yeah. such a weird. They, I know that they were looking for some kind of punchy title because Invasion yeah, right. of the Frogs is nothing, and you know the team needs some kind of name, especially well, when they're clearly like toyetic, right? They're meant yeah. to be this kind of like fan Fun. favorite team, yeah. Absolutely. And they'd already suffered a defeat in Europe when they had to call their show Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. Yeah, I don't know. There's 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 Swamp Thing. There's uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon. There's there's yeah. Swamp stuff to, to pull from. Right. But punk, punk Frogs punk is, was, is really nothing. I mean, they're really not nothing. in any only, way punk. Yeah, the only punk on this show is ro- is Bebop, right? I mean, yeah. like he, yeah. he's the closest thing you could call punk. Uh, but no, these, these are just <laughs> delightfully gullible frogmen just hayseeds just these like (laughs) what is it my name is shredder and i love all living things gee you sound like a nice person (laughs) oh i am (laughs) yeah they just literally fell out the turnip truck yesterday and are kind of fun that way and now they have a morning star and a bow (laughs) and a big axe and uh what's a whip Right? A whip, yes. Yeah, they're all they all have Castlevania weapons. Attila is given the, the whip, I believe. <laughs> yes. And I, my my complaint here is that they are a little underdesigned. And I wonder if they were purposely underdesigned to not pull too much focus from the turtles. And yeah, not maybe. like get people to demand a spin-off for Could've the been. for the punk frogs, because like <laughs> they really don't have any sort of they're they're they ha- some of them have the same color of like jorts and some of them have like very similar shirts and it just it feels like they could have gone much better in the character designs thought out the weapons a little better and they really feels like they dropped the ball a little bit well and also none of them except for rasputin actually really get to use their weapons in any helpful way rasputin's like hawkeye he's got all of these like like he's got a he's got a, a flashbang arrow for his bow. He's got a bomb arrow for his bow, and they just keep having Rasputin do shit. But like, you yeah, never get to see Genghis with his flail. Like, yeah, come you on, can't hit somebody with a Morning Star because it will kill them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's 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 really wild. Uh, on the list of things to be mad about or like frustrated with, I guess this is so low. But it really just it really pissed me off. Uh, the, the, their sense of time and how much time has elapsed in this episode is yeah. incredibly it's wild. Yeah, Weird it's, it's got uh, some Game of Thrones. Uh, yeah, Game of Thrones I'm not. <clears throat> I'm not. I'm not going to belabor this point, but I just <laughs> Shredder like portals to Florida and then leaves Bebop, Bebop and Rocksteady to distract the turtles while he goes and picks up the frogs. Uh, he comes back from Florida. They're still fighting each other, right? So clearly this is all elapsed in like an hour at most. But by the time Shredder comes back with the frogs and he meets up with Bebop and Rocksteady, Shredder says something about how he has personally trained all the frogs in combat. Yes. Yeah. Yes. In so, what? Yeah. On what? The portal ride? Yeah. In the last <laughs> 10 Bebop minutes? and Rocksteady are like, dude, the turtles are trained ninjas. They've spent their whole <laughs> lives training to be ninjas. And Shredder is like, I, the master of all combat, have personally trained all these frogs in the last 15 minutes to like <laughs> use a bullwhip, I guess. 
Yeah, I don't know, it's man. So weird. Yeah, it's weird. It's a children's cartoon. You you have to decide how much stock you want to give, as we always talk about. It yes, felt yes. lazy. It 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 was. <laughs> they could have just had time pass. There's no, really there was no, have. there was no, there was no MacGuffin that was you know mm-hmm. ticking down to zero. Also, yeah. Also, the other aspect of that that feels weird is the fact that so the the frogs go and they knock up a bank right they rob a mm-hmm, bank mm-hmm. and that kind of frames the turtles and in immediate response before they've hardly left the crime scene the they've built uh some kind of anti-turtle task force with a super <laughs> tank and like outfits and uniforms and they're like yeah we've we've just now because this, of this bank we've put together the anti-turtle <laughs> turtle this squad porn- read a little bit more believable to me it felt like they've been uh harboring some anti-turtle sentiment yes. and have just kind of needed the excuse to uh yes. to militarize their their police yeah this yeah. guy hoffman has been begging the chief of police to just like no just let me off my fucking leash so i could go take care of the turtles and he's like not now the public needs to be on board and then finally they have their <laughs> excuse and he's like yes my task force <laughs> and it was pretty fun to see him him and his whole task force crammed inside his little tank yeah <laughs> yeah it's cute uh and so yeah it's it the, the rest of this episode is kind of just sort of a uh I, I don't know. Everyone's running around town while Shredder tries to get all the ingredients to make more mutagen to make more fun frog friends. Uh, and the turtles are trying to clear their name. And, uh, you know, there's there's some there's some clashes that they have with the the angry man tank, the fun uh, frog hayseeds and the turtles. Um, and I, I don't know. It's it, it was entertaining the whole way. I know we talked about this when we did this two years ago, but like their nonsense is fun nonsense, I find yeah, generally. Right. Yeah, it goes to the places where you hope it goes in mm-hmm. 22 minutes. Um it so the 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 frogs and the turtles are about to clash and then this anti-turtle tank comes in and freezes the frogs with an ice beam. An incredibly merchandisable tank by the way after they yes, jump off absolutely. of their, in, their absurdly toyetic turtle blimp. Dude, that and, blimp uh, is incredible. I've had uh, dreams about that blimp since I was 6. <laughs> I mean, I had the blimp. <laughs> There is oh, a fun, fuck. there's a fun, um, I guess little, little editing gag. It's not really a gag. I think it's a, it's a, it's a flub, but I got a laugh out of it nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's a line about how they need to keep a, like they need to keep a low pro- profile and clear their name. Uh, and then it cuts to them in a blimp that says turtles <laughs> on the yeah. side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's classic. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the other thing is, so that these frogs get frozen, the turtles decide to have some compassion and they take them to the, to the sewer. And that's where immediately within 30 seconds, they've flipped the frogs against Shredder in what feels a little undeserved. Like I was ready for them to, to have to fight for it a little more. Yeah. Yeah. But really, they really don't. uh, No. It's a. I'm with you 100. Uh, percent I guess if I had to justify, no, apparently it. you're not though. <laughs> you're about to. Uh, well, it's it's. We we talked about their gullibility already, and also they seem. Uh, they they have a innate good natureness to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, their animal they're, instincts. Their animal instincts, and they're kind of poking holes in all of the weird lies Shredder's telling them to get them to rob banks. 
They yeah. weren't ready to like, you know, leave the cult yet. But when, you know, when some nice people came along. Yes. Yeah. I just like that there is, a, I guess, a, a moral code inherent to all frogs. That <laughs> <laughs> comes innate. That they just know that, about like the rules of society. I think that makes sense. I think we can fairly we can fairly assume frogs have committed few crimes in the <laughs> Yeah, yes. I mean think about Kermit, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Kermit the emissary to the humankind. Right. Uh, uh my, no, my favorite part of this though, I, mm-hmm. I have to I have to mention this part after they've won the frogs over to their side. Um I think is it Leo who comes up with the plan? Um I'm not sure. I, th- I think it's Leonardo. Uh, but then he's like, then maybe it's time you started using him. I have a plan. Listen, I think that by the time. And it does that. Oh. He does that thing where he's like, I've got a plan. But like, they're, they're alone in the sewer. Like there's nothing. <laughs> they have no reason to whisper. <laughs> no one's going to hear them. It's stupid. It's yeah, stupid, it, you guys. It's, it's just like a knee-jerk like writing thing, I guess, where they're like, yeah, well, we're going to cut to commercial right now, and someone's got a plan, and we don't know what the plan is. So obviously in this moment, you do the whisper, right? You do the stage whisper, and we just fade to black. You don't have to do that. <laughs> you just talk about it, guys. <laughs> uh, what I really want to talk about really fast is the is the way that they use April this episode. And... Mm. Uh, it always blows my mind what this show expects reporters to know how to do, uh, because when they realize, what, like, <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a moment where they realize, like, oh, Shredder has all the ingredients from Mutagen, except he's missing neotrinoline, and they call up April and they're like, hey, April, can you check the database and find out where neotrinoline might be? And she just does a little boop, boop, boop on the computer and says like, oh, yeah, there's a shipment being transported from here to here. It's like, what? What database do reporters have? What is this? Why do you get? Why does she get to just look it up? April O'Neil has a great moment in this show where uh, when the mayor has revealed his anti-turtle task force, Mm -hmm. uh, I sort of expected her to be that sort of like, flag-waving cheerleader for the Ninja Turtles. Like, they would never do this. You're wrong, Mr. Mayor. Yeah. Uh, But she's got a little chill, and she knows she's got, like, a secret that she, like, knows the the turtles. And uh, it's it's a nice scene, and she's just, Mm -hmm. like... You know, playing she's playing the playing the part of just. Well, a she has average... full confidence that the turtles will be able to handle themselves too. Well, totally, right. but still, it's a moment I have not. Th- she, it's a competence and a and a and a coolness mm-hmm. to these sort of like, like I said, to the sort of like cheerleader character. Yeah, uh, not that she's always their cheerleader, but like that was the role I expected her to be shunted into in that moment. Of like, yeah, absolutely. You're and gonna instead, be pie's gonna other, be on your face, Mayor. <laughs> the 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 like um the unquestioning cheerleader is Irma. Yeah. Uh, oh, yes. April continues to gaslight <laughs> that uh, she doesn't really know the turtles and the turtles are nothing and whatever. She's like you don't literally have a turtle it. phone. You're calling them on your turtle phone. She's like, like no, oh, I don't know. Sure, you're I've this got is, a turtle what, phone. Oh, I can see how you would think that, Irma. No, this is a normal cell phone. <laughs> in 1985. <laughs> oh. oh my um, god. So let's see. So there's a, a showdown. So they trick Shredder to yeah. come to going to some some version of like Alcatraz. 
mm-hmm. some like island prison that's deserted. And they, they're all queued up then to like spring the trap on Shredder when the turtle task force shows up. Oh and, no. Oh no. D- damn you Hoffman. I'm sure you'll come back as a villain. No, no. Oh, well, all right. That's fine. And I don't, I don't feel like much happens. They, Kind of everybody escapes. Yeah, they escape, and then the frogs go back to Florida. They go play in the mud till they <laughs> die, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Donatello gives them, like, sewer and cave directions on how to get home to Florida. <laughs> Which feels like from New York, you just kind of, like, it's so far away, you just point. You just point south and be like, there you go. <laughs> so just keep on going. What, what better directions do you give? Yeah. yeah. The, yeah that la- there's a last moment, this final, like, stab in the heart. As the uh, the frogs are leaving, um, is the turtles offer them some pizza, and they hate pizza, you guys. Oh my god! Pizza? Ugh. Thanks, but no thanks. Yeah, we hate pizza. Did you believe it? They don't like pizza. The frogs hate pizza. That's they when we knew pizza. we could never sell toys of the punk frogs. If they hate pizza, how are they going to interact with all of our like pizza flingers and the little pizzas that we have for them to hold? Like there's it's just that they, they're not going to be compatible. They can't yeah. hang. They can't hang if they don't eat the za. No. Um, no. So they fuck off and they, I assume, leave the show forever. Yeah, I, I assume that as well. But they were it was a fun time while they were here. Yeah. Yeah. And I really I again, I really think they were under designed and they could. Oh, yeah. A lot cooler and could have been used as sort of like an alpha flight. The Florida. Like, oh, my God. The, the Florida, Florida turtles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it could have been the other way around too, Austin. They might have not known until like the thing was coming together that these were a little bit better than just a throwaway monster of the week. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, God. Can you imagine Justice League Florida? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. Um the, so the only other thought I had about this was watching this again. The only thing that struck me, um, I guess we could go around to you, Joe, if we sort of got it, gained any sort of anything yeah, yeah, new yeah. from on watching revisit. this again. Um, something we can do for all of these. Uh, on revisit for me, I found that I was taken by how much I actually hated Leonardo, which is weird. Oh my God. Because, because I like, I used to be the one who liked Leonardo. Like Leo was kind of my guy, I felt like. And watching Leo's lines in this episode, he had some, he had like one line in the middle of nothing where he's just like, Turtles fight with honor. Like somebody just hit, hit the button on the back of his shell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it just out of nowhere and it adds nothing to the scene. And it's like, what are you, what is this? I think, Fuck off. Yeah. I, I, season two is, I think, the biggest dip in quality as the show, you know, the miniseries obviously is kind of this like crafted bespoke thing. And now it's kind of converting into a show that, you know, you know, yeah. as, we, as we learned to kind of, you know, is is kind of made like Saturday Night Live, like with, you know, in a week before it goes up. <laughs> um, and uh, it gets better again. Uh, so I, I think and and if, you know, uh, if you're our age, then uh, we missed the really early 80s stuff in like. Yes. As as youngins, probably, at least for the most part. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I would say I felt the exact same way, Austin. The, the Leonardo is like the world's biggest fucking buzzkill in this episode. 
everyone's trying to have a good time and he just is there to remind everybody about goodness and rules and being kind and it's like well we're we're, we're rude ninja turtles yeah. and we're also teenagers we want to have a little fun and he has like, none of that energy no i i feel like in later seasons they maybe get a better handle of, of leonardo but mm-hmm. i think they've kind of flanderized Raphael. and an early season sure Early Raphael is a lot of fun where he's not just like constantly angry and, yeah. and stabbing stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's really nice. Uh and I I, I still like I one of the things I really do still like about about Turtles is their their willingness to go off the deep end. Uh they had in that first six episodes, they had the the fucking hot rodders from the other dimension, dimension X or whatever. Those like they're those back like, in season two, and I I, oh I, can, I contemplated bringing that episode <laughs> in, but I wanted to go somewhere new. Yeah, yeah, but like, like punk they, frogs. Yeah, like punk frogs. It's just yeah. I don't know. I I like their willingness to just do some weird shit and have the turtles interact with it, and then move on next week. Like it's got some of that kid video energy that I think uh, distilled a little bit and used sparingly is incredibly powerful. Yeah, awesome. Well. Uh, should we go hear from a sponsor? Yeah. Let's do it. Rory. Yo. I have a thing for you to talk to me about. Well, that sounds uh, like a great, uh, great plan. Yeah. Awesome. Good. I'm glad you're on board. I, I don't know why I'm singing this. Please don't sing this ad. Uh, because I would love for you to tell everybody about Gamer Ointment. Gamer Ointment, everybody, is uh, if you're like me, you you have these uh, crusty, you've got ten crusty nubs at the end of your arms, and you've and you, you got them, you got them trying to beat legendary Halo. You try trying to beat Halo on legendary. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we all know. We all know how that one goes. There's so many guys to shoot. I've had to put my controller down on the table. And then kind of and just be exasperated, right? God, guys, <laughs> so many guys. guys. And then you you take your you take your uh, your gamer claws and just kind of it's a real delicate maneuver where all ten of your fingers are engaged on the Xbox controller, mm. and uh, unfortunately, it just has a real number, real number <sighs> on, on, the, the, end, on, the, on the ends on the ends. <laughs> <laughs> my hand ends and gamer ointment is what i use is what i use to uh, to slough off all of that extra <laughs> all, all those callus now, the calluses are good but the blisters on top probably uh, are getting in between me and the ending of halo one and you've got so many more games to play after that <laughs> you've got so many games to play um but i just can't beat halo because of these darn hands uh <laughs> <laughs> Curse these claws of mine! So, Gamer Ointment came along. I, I saw them in, in the annals of my local GameStop. You know, you're in the back looking at all these all these fun new games that have come out since you've been stuck on Halo. Mm. And uh, right next to Halo, right next to Halo is uh, a shelf of of tubes of Gamer Ointment. I think they know what's up. That nobody's nobody can beat this game. Nobody's beaten Halo before. Yeah, it's not just me. It can't be just me. <laughs> hasn't beaten Halo yet. Uh, and so uh, I, I I lather them up. I lather up uh, all ten, all ten of the fun of the fun uh, chicken fingers at the end of my stalks, and uh, we get uh, we get to blasting. We get to blasting those guys. That seems like a really good miracle product. And once you finally finish 
like you said, you have so many video games to play because you've been stuck on Halo One this whole time. Yeah, uh, I'm really excited for you to play like uh, like two more Halos. <laughs> Okay, you guys, I'm full of I'm full of that Christmas energy in my hand. My hand is hovering. My hand is hovering. Are you guys ready? Are you ready to find out what our next show is? Oh, God, please do it to me. Mm, I'm, I'm peeling it back. I'm peeling the cardboard back. Oh, I can smell it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Order across the new frontier. These are the adventures of the Galaxy Rangers. It's the Adventures of the Galaxy Rangers. Thank you so much, Rory. I just got to start that way. Thank you, Rory. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, thank you. Fuck. <laughs> God, yes. This is, this is such a weird one that I'm, I'm actually honestly surprised we have taken this long to come back to. Uh, the Adventures of the Galaxy Rangers, episode 18. It's called Space Moby. And here's a here's a little synopsis. The Rangers are sent to rid an asteroid belt of giant space whales, but they end up in the middle of a fight between space peace and a <laughs> madman consumed with a vengeful desire to destroy the whales forever. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, a blessing. A blessing so, is something I loved so much about this episode and was its willingness to take its time with the setup. We don't see the Rangers for almost like eight or nine minutes. It's true. Um, there's yeah. like one little scene with like their their dispatch. Their you know, uh, right? Their captain from the who just hangs Commander in the Walsh. Yeah. Uh, but the Rangers we don't meet for quite a minute in this episode. And even then, we don't get like the full cast of. We don't get the Rangers. full cast. No. Yeah. yeah. We just get like the side team. This is this is a this is a Goose. team of of Shane Gooseman. Nico and Buzzwang. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know his name was Buzzwang. <laughs> they call him is Buzz. Is everything in this show just like deeply like sexual or phallic and <laughs> but but felt totally innocent in 86? Because I feel like they oh. use so much terminology here. Yes. Um that just upon upon later viewing has just aged like milk. <laughs> I, I I agree. Uh, um, should we just get ahead of it? Can we drop the clip? Can yeah, we drop the clip of Ready Poons? Ready the Poons. Ready the Poons and the Roids. So they've tried to abbreviate fun space things like harpoons and asteroids as Roids and Poons. Oh, oh uh, boy! Uh, the episode opens on uh, some some random miners who are just minding their own business. Uh, when oh, watch it show mining. up, <laughs> <laughs> watch it show up. Yes, we, we we heard the joke, Austin. The we points have been there. properly have been yeah. properly you know refunded to your account. Um, <laughs> uh, and what should appear but. Uh, fun space whales that uh feed on asteroids they just yes. chew up these rocks and unlike and normal whales you're used to with the sort of like you know filter mouths these ones have big old mouths that open with teeth 
Yeah. 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 And uh, the mining company is not happy about whales eating all their asteroids. <laughs> God damn it, my asteroids. <laughs> not my asteroids. <laughs> yeah. God damn whales come and eat my goddamn asteroids. <laughs> this opening sequence is so good because like we said, there's the mining thing. You get attacked by whales. These two miners end up back at a like a like a local space station drinking some beer at a bar. Oh, and God. this yes. scene yes. is out of this world, Annie continues. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and they're talking, they're describing their problems, they're bitching about it, and at the and the, as, as if on cue, they say, we need help. And from the corner, this, like, futuristic mournful guitar played by a bearded future bard. The sea <laughs> captain. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, it's the, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's Moby Dick, but he has a guitar. Well, it's uh, <laughs> Captain Ahab. Yes, I mean uh, it's it's the story of Moby Dick. Oh yes, yes, but, yes. But, but they've given him they've given him a guitar <laughs> to play mood music. I guess in every scene that he's in, it's he just, just sort of noodles. He sort of noodles on the guitar playing uh, archaic mood music. <laughs> it's um, so fucking funny, and he just so talks funny. like a straight up pirate. They cut over, and he's like playing the guitar, and he goes, "Monsters, you be speaking of, lad." Great giant asteroid eaters. It's fucking wild. It's a, it's a it's like a Futurama gag. Like it's so yes. unreal. <laughs> it so his, is. His name is Emerson Mylox, <laughs> and he is he has claimed our hearts. I think, and, and he's the captain of the SS Melville. Do you get yes, it? Yes, I get. Oh, does I everyone? Get it. Does everyone? It's like get my it? joke before, where it's like mining your own business. Yes, <laughs> it's just like that one. The it's points have like been that. taken back out of your account. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> and it's it's just it's such a good scene again we have not seen the rangers at all yet we've just got these miners sort of having a a, a scared conversation with this man who's apparently his Scoring whole life goal with a rock god <laughs> <laughs> and his life goal is to kill these whales and <sighs> as he's leaving he says something like i have to go and then it looks like he's going to leave but instead he stops to play one more lick <laughs> And then <laughs> and to, he does eat to doodle. And to simplify the story for children, instead of hating one specific whale, uh, Mylox hates all whales. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 <laughs> oh, bless this shit. The, and then, the, but it doesn't the stop there. No, it's, it, no. It doesn't. It doesn't. This isn't where the weirdness sort of plateaus. Uh, because. Because <laughs> this is five uh, minutes then, into the episode. <laughs> we cut to like future New York City or whatever. Yeah. Um, where there's some sort of businessman who's really angry about his profits. Well, it kind of seems these... like the Galaxy Rangers, while an uh, intergalactic peace force, uh, or at least police force, uh, are, you know, in a very real-worldy sort of way, uh, just marionettes at the at the strings of capitalism. Because yeah, these, exactly. there's a there's a boardroom full of extremely rich people very worried about their mining investments. And it's kind of fucked. I was I was surprised at how real that was. <laughs> yes. Um and and so they they tell the Galaxy Rangers to get on it. What's also funny is that uh they they go to Buzzwang, who is the who's <laughs> a robot. <laughs> For the Galaxy Rangers, and the, he and I think what was her what was her name? Nico. 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 Yeah. And they have this line where it's like, "Oh yes, the space whales, space whales." That's what we've been calling them. Is what I've decided <laughs> to call the, the space whales. We've decided to call them space whales. 
And um and then we're introduced to Space Peace and more specifically mm. Zoot Martin of Space Peace. <laughs> Uh, oh my the Canadian, god! The this Canadian, is the best uh, I, 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 I didn't really think he was Canadian. I thought he was just like a surf bum. Yeah, just sort or of like a yeah, surf bum. Yeah. Well, I was trying to think of the. Yeah, I was trying to think of the uh, the the kind of like I don't know whatever they're trying to evoke because he's not dressed like he's not dressed like a surf he's a bum. Soy boy. He's a soy boy. No, he's <laughs> he's not specifically Canadian, but they it's clearly a. Uh, a Vancouver acting uh, or Toronto, yeah, sure, 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 sure. yeah, yeah, and it is it is wild. He just talks like a surf bum. I imagine it's some sort of. I mean, they're like kind of heroes in this episode, but it seems like we're making fun of hippies as well. Like trying yeah, to yeah. do it both it's, ways. It's yes. diluted a little bit. The intent. Uh, nature, nature's good, but Greenpeace is still dumb. <laughs> the yeah. person, yeah, the person who wrote this episode. You can just tell the contempt. Coming from probably somebody who were, who fought in the Korean War and just like is angry at at the hippies and is like it's very thinly veiled this hatred for all these like nature hippies and there's a moment later in their ship where where like their ship is damaged and the the zoot calls the Galaxy Rangers like hey yes, yes hi there can we get a tow stand by thanks man oh by the way could we borrow a laser level uh sure. Thanks. Oh, would you have a plutonium wrench? Or some hydro hammers? An electron screwdriver? Uh, Zoot, maybe I should just pot on over with the whole toolbox to speed things along. That'd be super fine. And you just see that that thought of like some angry boomer dad who's like writing this episode who's like, these goddamn hippies don't know how to fix a car. <laughs> and then, and then, as if to sort of be like, I know how to get a dig in on those hippies. The camera pans down to what he's eating, and he's eating space yogurt. You know yes. those those yogurt granola hippies. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah, you know how these 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 fancy boys eat it's, yogurt. Yeah, eat things like yogurt. Just it's old where, milk. <laughs> it's where the contempt is sort of most clear because it's the scene is gratuitous in its complete unnecessariness to the story and yeah. to any kind of humor a child is going to get from that mm-hmm. right yeah it's just somebody working out some issues i think with, the, <laughs> with generational divide actually i have a i have a perfect uh like three lines that i want to drop that really illustrate uh some of the dynamic we have going on here uh the space piece the space piece ship flies towards uh <laughs> captain mylox's obvious just pirate ship in space look it's space piece Avast, me hearties! What ship doth this be? We are Space Peace, and we are totally opposed to this action! (laughs) It's like, it's so weird. Why doth? That's not how pirates talk. Did you forget that that was Shakespeare or something? And then we're totally opposed to this action, just really, I don't know. It's, It's an incredible, incredible miss that just really lands for me somehow anyway. Like- oh, God, it was incredible. <laughs> it's incredible. The Shyamalan twist that comes halfway through this episode is that the the these enormous whales that uh, everybody's been trying to save are not uh, normal whales. They're baby whales. And we mm. get introduced to Mama Whale. To space big, Dick. To Sorry, space, I mean, dick. space Moby. Space Moby. Space Moby, I guess they called it. That's what regular Moby Space Moby. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they call it they call it both Space Moby and the Great One. Yeah, and uh, I dug. I really dug the design of this of this whale, though. They get 
it, it's well, like, <laughs> like a it's like got a tubes. hot rod engine <laughs> built in. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, we're led to believe that these space whales are silicon-based life forms, which I guess is just their way of saying they're like living robots. But Space Moby has big tubes on it going from like a mouth zone to a mid zone. And then it has engines in the back. And are we supposed to believe tubes and engines were like naturally selected for? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, did someone build the space whales? I'm, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm not really arguing for intelligent design, but maybe intelligent space design. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Intelligent I'd... whale design. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this and this giant whale swallows Nico and Buzzwang in their ship whole. And oh, yeah. it's, it's got a really funny line with exceptional delivery right before the whale eats their shuttle pod and cuts to cuts to black, I assume for a commercial break, but who knows? Mm-hmm. Is is just this deadpan delivery from Buzzwang of like Wow, bugger man. Yeah. yeah, so Buzzwang has spent too much time with the hippies, and well, no. Buzzwang is sort of picked up. No, it's not that. It oh. happens. Here's the here's the thing. I clocked this. I was actually really impressed. They okay. go to the they go to the the space piece ship, and they're like, "Hey, but we've got a lot of this data on the space whales." And he's like, "Oh my god!" That like Buzzwang's like, "Dude, I'm a robot, and I'm I've got a little bit of data on space whales, but this will increase my space whale data tenfold." And he interfaces with their computer, and as soon as he downloads all of this hippie's data, he starts talking like a hippie. Oh, <laughs> fun! And he starts doing like man. He like adds man into his robot speak, and it's actually. Kind of great. That's a great it's a, device. It's a great little. It's, it's a great little little tidbit of science yeah, fiction in there to give your robot personality. Because we've seen so many of these like completely lifeless. Well, they're the robots, so they're going to be kind of like a Sheldon. They're going <laughs> to just like be very like matter of fact and have hard opinions on things. Yeah, and uh, and this is like a really fun way to 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 loosen up the robot character a little bit. And yeah. Uh, he gets pretty loose because <laughs> they figure out that whales are communicating through music, that they're, they have a full like alphabet to music note uh, mm-hmm. language that the computers decipher. And Buzzwang can sort of sing with the whales. <laughs> Which is a little bit fun because they're the silicon based life form. Just to give the, give it a little yeah, more yeah, yeah, science yeah. fiction credit. The fact that, yeah, they can like sing to computers is cool. It is uh-huh. cool. Sure. Yeah. And um, so we kind of get these scenes of, of Buzzwang just like lighting <laughs> up <laughs> and, and communicating back and forth. So close encounters of the third kind style. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and in the meantime, while they're they're in the mouth of the whale, we have our great line from Sorry, Emerson Mylox, uh, <laughs> telling pe- telling his his gang of like scrolls. They kind of look like old Marvel scrolls for some reason. These like a little these space goblins, <laughs> um, Galaxy Rangers. I cannot say that they are uh, that they are, uh, you know, informed by the scrolls, but they they wear their like sci fi heritage on their sleeve. It's everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Uh, so it could easily be like a reference to the scrolls because, yeah. you know, Marvel was not doing so hot in the 80s. You can just kind of pepper <laughs> that in there. <laughs> and not expect litigious Stan Lee to kind of come after you. <laughs> sure. <laughs> as long as we're mentioned. 
no such thing as bad publicity. Uh, um, well, so um, that's but that yeah. So that's when that ready the poons line gets thrown out. <gasps> oh, ready poons. Um, <laughs> And uh, and Mylox like jumps out in like a little gunship and harpoons po- sorry poons himself to <laughs> to space dick. He poons himself and, to Moby. Yeah. Um, and then uh, when Buzzwing is able to communicate well enough to get them to leave the the mouth, uh, there is the line saying, "Apparently, Buzz is a real rib tickler." Uh, (laughs) okay so explain this explain this to me apparently buzz is a real rib tickler does that mean that he told a joke to the whale or does that mean he literally tickled the whale's ribs oh that's when you bang somebody and tickle their ribs no (laughs) no rory no that's not what that phrase means when you're when you're when you're rogging dong when you have poons and and the wing the Wang robot is a real rib tickler. Boy, it's just funny. It's funny. Oh, here's a joke that actually I, I wanted to I wanted to talk to you guys about and see if you thought was an intentional joke. Okay, so I'm gonna drop this clip. Nico, 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 Nico. Cube crafted me from the finest and most durable alloys. I know you've wanted to show us what you're made of, but this isn't the time to prove your metal. Is that? A metal, metal pun. Okay. I thought he was talking about it... being crafted from durable alloys. Look, the, us de- us deciding isn't funny, so let's just say yes. Um... I just, I, it doesn't, so my point is with it, it doesn't sound like the actors know it's a pun. Or sure. like anyone in the booth knew it was a pun. It's delivered so straight and moved on from, like. Which I'm always a fan of. I, 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 don't... I agree. But it's, I don't know, I, I, I appreciated it, but I also wasn't sure if they intended it, so. Sure. Um, now, the the thing that kind of got me, after all of this fun, the thing that really kind of pissed me off at the end of it all was uh, the, the so, okay, so, so Milox gets blown up. Right. He sort of goes after Space Moby with, with that sort of reckless abandon, the, the Captain Ahab you know, whatever to yeah, and he and he poons himself to Moby, right? Uh, like maybe your aunt used to do uh, in her sure. in her bedroom. Um, Love and... his remixes <laughs> and bittersweet <laughs> symphony. Tell me about it. I I yeah, I drop trow. And he uh, Moby drags him right into an asteroid. He's like, okay, if you're gonna just dr- be dragged along behind me, I'm gonna make you hit something and die. And he definitely does that. And fucking Mylox has a very ungraceful death. Very yeah. fast. Yeah. Um, and that was a little un, un you know, a little anticlimactic. But the 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 thing that frustrated me was the resolution where the Galaxy Rangers have returned to Big Businessman and mm, have yeah. now clarified and have mm-hmm, now mm-hmm. proven their case the whales are good for business. That <laughs> whales are good for business. That whales not only do they like clear lanes and that they've like they can put up signs on asteroids that that asteroid workers can put up signs saying that there are humans here, so the whales won't eat those asteroids. Uh-huh. And they can avoid specific zones, which and like a lot of those, like okay, yeah, that that totally makes sense. And then yep. like oh, and so the gas that the whales leave behind is good for rocket fuel, so you can use that for your profits and so oh, your the, business. The suits love that. <laughs> <laughs> So you can actually make rocket fuel out of whale gas. And 
the the <laughs> it's funny, right? And it's silly, right? It's very he silly. Says, he says, "My lawyers will call the whales lawyers." <laughs> <laughs> he, says, he says that. He says that. But the the thing that I'm still left with is is a very real thing today. And I'm sorry, we're gonna go a little political here. Oh, okay. The idea that like making environmental things have to also make good business sense is such a like yeah bullshit yes notion that in order for this to be happy for everybody it's it's like look look making climate protections and saving animals isn't just isn't going to be good for companies you no. just have to <laughs> accept that yeah All right but, but- but this show puts forward that maybe you have to tickle the big businesses ribs a little bit before you uh-huh. can uh... <laughs> <laughs> You have to talk to the whale lawyers. <laughs> You'll be hearing from my whale lawyer. <laughs> oh, Shit. Beluga God. beluga and hupback. <laughs> That's cute. God. I like that. That's cute. Now I, I have to say, I'm going to go first. On revisit, this show's better than I remember. And and that's oh, yeah. a lot. That's saying a lot. That's because a high we bar. Watched, we watched the Psycho Crystals episode last time. Uh, this also, like, two years ago plus, the April yeah. 18, when we when we did our SEO-friendly Westworld special. Uh, that, that fucking Psycho Crystals episode was wild with mm-hmm. some definitely, like, with, like, space KKK-looking dudes named the Slaver Lords, like... That's a that's a high bar to get right on top it was of. It's a and high nonsense bar that <laughs> damn this at least met, which I was not expecting it to do. Yes, you know, like I was really not thinking. Like, uh, look, I the, had the wild same... episode we saw before. There's no way this can this can like hit that level. Yeah, they, exactly. It, it, I I knew I, I've seen a few. I've seen a, a a sprinkling of Galaxy Rangers episodes, so they're not all peak nonsense. But sure. I had. I had not anticipated it meeting and possibly exceeding Psycho Crystals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're just going to play a little bit of that song again real fast. <laughs> <laughs> That's good shit. Uh, I I I was so I'm so pleased, Rory. Any thoughts? You brought us here. You did this. I brought us here. I did this. Um, you know, um, these were two that I've I, I've pitched a few times that we don't get around to for one reason or another. So this this advent calendar was a great way to squeeze in an episode mm-hmm. of them. Yes, and uh, I could still definitely do more Galaxy Rangers sometime <laughs> in the future. Uh, yeah. <laughs> There is left. There is much whale gas left to mine. <laughs> There's whale meat many on those roids, bones. <laughs> many roids we can poon. <laughs> there's a there, yeah. There's a there's a veritable galaxy of roids to poon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and and TMNT was really fun too. It was fun. Yeah. But it's gonna be it's it's harder to squeeze in because it's somewhat. It's some. It's not as serialized as the first season, but like there's a there's a running story, and it's no longer yeah. 
a five episode season. So, you know, unless we commit to a Sailor Moon's amount of TMNT, it's just, it's harder to fit into (laughs) a, to a classic arc. Yeah. And I'm, I'm of a sort of of that mindset too, of like the things that are more and more popular and the things that are more identified with like only eighties kids, like this cool stuff (laughs) that, that just become so fetishized, the Transformers, the GI Joes, the TMNTs. It's just, we, we have less to say and less to discover. Yeah, uh, with those things. And so I really I enjoy touching on them, but not like spending so much time that we could be spending on, say, Galaxy Ranger. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'll tickle sure. a rib. But yeah. 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 So sorry to be a buzzwang, but I think we need, to, <laughs> we need to wrap up this episode. right? Yeah, let's do it. Let's join it. Let's go. Away. Go away. <laughs> let's go away. It's a well, cool t- transition. Well, uh, next week is going to be my week, Ooh. and we're going to cover some more fun stuff over there. Uh, we'll see. Can what you we're smell it do. yet? Mm. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> I, I got because I got to pick the episodes that we're watching. <laughs> um, but until that time, um, we'll see you next Tuesday. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo.